0: Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing, and I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of The Selling Made Easy Show because this show is all about inspiration not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to empower women to embody who they really are, so they can shine brightly and confidently in the world and utilize their superpowers in the most joyful and impactful ways. So I am super excited to introduce Anna Reidenbach. Now, Anna is a somatic women's coach who is passionate about helping her clients use their unique gifts to enjoy their lives, make more money, and change the world. Now, she holds a master's degree in clinical and somatic psychology and has over three years of training in both women-centered coaching and positive intelligence coaching. Now, she also has a unique perspective of growing up with a transgender parent, overcoming clinical depression, and achieving her dream of living in Europe for five years Anna also hosts free monthly workshops, which support women to step into their power and accomplish their most magical dreams. Well, welcome, Anna.
1: I am super excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much, Wendy. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah. And I just love how you're supporting women to tap into their zones of genius so that they can create more success and fulfillment in their lives. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing
1: thank you thank you so much Wendy
0: yeah and there's always a top of my question for me <laughs> it's it's just that curiosity around what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice
1: thank you so much for that question um yeah so i i decided to be a coach because i truly believe that if everyone is using their unique gifts in the world we could solve the, the greatest problems of our time. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, and it's it's powerful. time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: that. Yeah, raising consciousness by empowering each person.
1: Definitely, definitely. And we don't know how we're going to use our gifts, right? We might be the person who comes up with a solution for climate change, but we might just hand them a bouquet of flowers that gives them so much joy and positivity that they, you know, come up with the creative solution. So we don't know how our, our impact changes things and i i really believe that as we find out who we are and what our joy is that that yeah we change the world mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so um so this was a journey that started pretty young for me so uh, there's a lot of conflict in in my family and i spent a lot of time at my grandma's house and i would watch this amazing show cartoon show when i was like 7 called shira princess of power and she was you know out there making a difference and just being herself and I was like that's what I want to do <laughs> like, nice, like nice. I want to I be a superhero <laughs> the princess and, um, of power yes yes I love it um yeah. and it wasn't a, a job title that I could find <laughs> so
0: uh, so I had it's to listed um, on you know, it's in, not <laughs> indeed or anything out there wow
1: so it's really not so I had to to find my own path and um and it definitely took some some twists and turns you had mentioned earlier, I, I grew up with a transgender parent and this was back in the eighties. So we just, we didn't even know kind of what it was. We didn't have the same language. Um, and so there's a lot of conflict in my family and and it was sort of a, a rough time growing up. And I can say that with a lot of confidence now, because mm-hmm. I have a great relationship with with both my parents. I've done a lot of healing work, but at the time it was definitely challenging and I ended up with very severe clinical depression for for a few decades. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in my... Late twenties, I felt this urge inside of me, like there's something more for my life, and I was like, "You know, I really want to live in a spanish speaking country and I didn't know why I just knew <laughs> I wanted to, so I moved my depressed butt to Spain. Um, I stayed there <laughs> for five years, I learned how to which is really and-
0: courageous <laughs> Thank in, you. This, in that state of depression to just step outside to it not just outside your own town but to a whole different country that's huge
1: yeah no it was a it was a big change and it was amazing um there's so much joy in that country and so much presence and you know every country has its challenges but I just I got so much out of it and um one of the things I did there was I worked with a psychologist and he was originally from Argentina and amazing and he did chiropractic massage astrology like spiritual work, just everything. And so we'd, you know, talk about the old things, I'd cry them out. And then he'd literally release them from the body and connect me to my purpose. And I was wow. like, wow.
0: Wow. That's powerful. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: yeah. It changed my life. And I was like, okay, this is how we changed the world. Exactly
0: and what everything. you you needed. You just, just didn't realize it was traveling all the way to Spain to find
1: him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I had no, I had no clue that's how it would unfold. Um and yeah, so I was like, okay, I think I think this is how I become Shira. You know, I I want to give these same gifts to the world. So nice. I um I moved back to the United States. I did a master's degree in clinical psychology and somatic psychology, which is um how things land in our body for us. And I thought that was that was the path. And I, you know, I graduated and I was working with clients and I it just it wasn't, I didn't feel powerful and it was so hard (laughs) to bump up against that because I just invested all this time and energy and financial resources um this was it yeah yeah I really thought that was the you know the magic thing and um Mm -hmm. And my mom actually got this email in her inbox, you know, from she didn't even know how she got it, but it was for something called feminine power transformational coaching, and it's about how you grow your potential from within you and use your gifts and your life energy to change the world. And I was like, Shira, you know, right, here we like, go. Yeah, this is the thing aligned, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it was it was it was hard to say yes because I just you know invested so much. Um, <laughs> And it was another year, and all the things. But um, my partner Hector was super supportive, and he was like, "You you have to. It's like made for you." And I just I love it now. I love helping women, you know, find the careers of their dreams, and like really be valued. And helping coaches, you know, have amazing launches where they're really up leveling their impact. So mm-hmm. it's um, it it was the Shira job description. Right.
0: Wow. That is an amazing journey. That is. Yeah. I mean, it just in 2020 hindsight, everything landed perfectly. Right? It was just this perfect path and it was beautiful and transformative and the right people landed in front of you. And this email come, came into your mother's inbox, uh-huh. <laughs> not even yeah. yours, right? Yeah. But you were connected obviously with her because your relationship, you know, was healthy. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, an amazing journey to find Shira within you and be able to live live that iteration that you discovered when you were seven. I love that. So Thank you. powerful. Yeah, that's fantastic. So how long have you had your, your coaching practice now? And, and over the course of that time, has your business mission or vision evolved?
1: Yeah. Um, so I've been coaching for about five years now and okay. since 2018. And I since I was working with clients in a therapeutic realm before then I already pretty much knew what I wanted to do so I I help both highly sensitive and empathic women and and what that means is we just we feel things a little bit more strongly than the the people around us we might be more sensitive mm-hmm. to light or touch or or things like that and and it there's so many gifts that come with that but there's also it's challenging to navigate the world so I knew I wanted to help these type of woman transform their anxiety into joy and finding their gifts and using their gifts. And right. so I did that, but what I hadn't anticipated was they all started making more money, right? They would get raises and promotions and it was so fun to watch them like come into their value in the world. And I, right. I, I didn't think that was who I was, but um, I loved it. So I still work in that capacity, but I've also amplified my vision to include coaches and leaders and and content creators and helping Mm -hmm. them also up level their impact and their income. Right.
0: So those business oriented people uh, Mm -hmm. as well to be able to create that financial Mm -hmm. uh, boost. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's been an augmentation versus a, a change in path. Mm-hmm. to right. yes. so still support or empower both women who are not necessarily in business for themselves. Um they're in a career path or something mm-hmm. like that, as well as those. Okay. All right. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Because it all sounds like it's very much aligned with who you are and then the you know the the side effects of Mm -hmm. helping supporting somebody to stand and in their strength and own their value is of course they they make more money you know because they see themselves more valuable so yeah yeah
1: and they're using the gifts that take less energy right so they're able to kind of contribute at deeper levels using Mm -hmm. less of their energy um and it just yeah up levels how they can create value
0: Right. Yeah. that's powerful. So have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your business?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So She-Ra wasn't just like, boom, we've got this. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. <laughs> no. The whole
0: business side of things. All right. All right. Yes. Well, yeah. you tell. Let's hear okay. at least one.
1: Yes. <laughs> I know. There's so many. <laughs> Put you on the spot. I, yeah, a little could...
0: transparent here, She-Ra. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: yes. Um, so there's so many challenges in, in being an entrepreneur. But I think for me, just because of my own history and my own sensitivity, it is. it really is how to stay in good energy, how to be in a place of possibility and creation and you know openness to how we can take the challenges and grow them into something we something I want, right? In my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned recently that creation and reaction share the same letters. And so I think that's really my challenge is how to not be in that state of reaction, how to not overreact to my own mm-hmm. emotions. Mm-hmm right and get like stuck and stopped and like use that energy in ways that that's not helpful for my business and how to Mm -hmm. move that towards creation Mm -hmm.
0: right yeah because in in the creative mode is energizing and Mm -hmm. it is that state of expansion and reaction is fear you know it's the contraction (laughs) and it's the holding back and it's like uh, uh, yes that constriction so Yeah, you're definitely not alone in in that kind of uh, mode of frustration. Can you maybe share, though, what you did to um, support yourself when you found yourself landing (laughs) in the reactionary mode instead of standing in your creative
1: mode? I was never in the reaction mode ever. No. Um, I, so, yeah. So, I, I would love to share a technique that I actually hope can empower um, some of your listeners. Uh, so, I still do this sometimes, but when I first started my business, I literally had to do this every morning um, to, to make myself, you know, keep going. And it was a practice of intentionally connecting the power in my body with the power in my mind. And so, mm. I would do this by combining a power statement with a power pose. And so mm -hmm. um, is it okay if I tell you a little bit about what those things are? Okay.
0: Sounds very interesting. Okay.
1: So uh, a power pose comes from a woman named Dr. Amy Cuddy's research. And she finds that when we come into a place of expansion and power in our body, it helps us feel powerful. And Mm. so this might be something like, um, you know, standing up and putting your arms like in a big V—that's mm. what athletes do after they win. It's just like this natural, like "Yes, right. I did it," right. or it can be right, <laughs> like you see oh, you see them, and it's just natural yeah, all the time, right? Yeah. Or we can um, put our hands on our hips and kind of expand our chest, like Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and um, so doing doing a pose that feels good for your body. And, you know, that might for some of my clients, um, you know, I do this for myself, but I do it for my clients too. It's like, you know, laying on the ground, like in a big starfish, like just opening up and expanding. So when we're in this space of expansion, we feel powerful. So that's, um, that would be one part of it. And then around the same time, I learned about a power statement. And this is something that we say to ourselves that reminds us like who we really are beneath the emotions and the noise and the fear and all those things, like who we really are. Um, right. but it's really important that it's something that we actually believe if we're telling ourselves something we don't believe that it doesn't work so so my current one is I am a powerful creator and I can do this and I believe it now because I've been in business for five years when I was starting I did you know anything that had to do with I just didn't like didn't with actually work I, me. I am yeah oh, like like I am like I am powerful didn't work so I had to say something like you know I am here to like change the world I'm here to help like women rise I guess I would I So I would use I, but it was. It was just a a
0: little bit more uh, mm -hmm. in your mind.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. So combining that power pose and the power statement is something that I find really, really helps me move forward.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's huge. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. definitely very applicable, you know, something that you can just as part of a a morning routine, like you said, just start the day with grounding into that sense of command, the command station. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. Well, thank you for sharing that. So, and you know, Anna, you're obviously an expert at supporting women to step into their power and create those exciting lives for themselves. But I am curious how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now, this is might feel like a very different skill set. Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business?
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I thought maybe Shira, you know, had the sales part. I- completely down. You
1: know, (laughs) they missed that training. That (laughs) uh, that
0: doesn't quite come with the uh instruction manual to building a business.
1: It didn't. It didn't. Um (laughs) so um I think my hardest part is so I'm an empath, so I feel people's emotions really strongly. And Mm -hmm. it's it's challenging for me to sit with a potential client's pain and not be able to like fix it right in that moment. Um, Mm -hmm. So as a coach we're we're taught to when we're doing enrollment, we connect a client to their vision, right? I love doing that, and then we connect a client to like what is in the way, what's stopping them, mm-hmm. and then instead of fixing it, we tell them about our coaching package, um, you know, right. the steps that could be taken to solve that problem, right. and. In the long run, that helps, right? Because then they actually sign up for the thing that actually changes their life. But in the short run of being in that call with people, it is it it is a challenge that I still, um, (laughs) I still struggle with for sure.
0: Are tempted, tempted to start fixing the problem right there because why? Because it comes so naturally and easily for you, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to just provide them with, oh, here's something you can do, and then yeah. uh, the uh, conversation goes into coaching instead of you know yeah. helping them supporting them to see a bigger possibility so yeah yeah I yeah
1: totally and i think yeah, I I was in retail for about ten years, and I was actually great at sales at that time. But I think what it was is it was a quick fix. It's like someone comes in and they're like, "Oh, I want to feel sexier," and you're like, "Okay, here's the outfit." Like, yeah, boom, yeah retail you're done. is completely yeah.
0: different. Right, that's transactional. <laughs> you right now right. you you are doing transformational selling
1: mm-hmm. versus transactional mm-hmm. selling,
0: and so it is a completely different experience for you as well as your potential clients. So, well, I, I'd, I'd be happy to provide you with a little bit of insight around that if you'd like.
1: I'd love that. And actually I just got insight when you said it's transformational selling as opposed to transactional. I'd never thought yeah. about that. And that's actually very empowering. So I'd love to hear Good. what else.
0: Perfect, perfect. Yeah, because they do start out with the conversation um, in a certain state of being and, and uh, resistance and, and through your conversation with them. Uh, you support them uh, to achieve a feeling of empowerment and clarity and confidence Mm. to step into their power. So it is a transformational experience, even though it's not a sustainable experience, it is a temporary experience because you have not gone Mm -hmm. down into what is creating the blocks or the barriers, but through your, your natural compassion and coaching abilities. uh, If you utilize that with intention and understand what really they're experiencing when they share these things with you, it's just a a, a sign for help. This is, I, I, you know, I'm suffering here and I'm, this is painful and this is creating this to show up in my world. And at that point, your greatest gift to them is to be intentional by allowing them to realize they do have within them the strength. Mm -hmm. There's just you're just not accessing it Mm -hmm. and then leave it at that. And that that is because, again, because you're you're an expert and this stuff comes so naturally to you you feel that maybe that's not good enough. But for a person in their existing state of being, dealing with anxiety, dealing with being highly sensitive, just that statement alone- Right. Gives them a renewal and, a, and a, a, like a, a new, like permission to own or, or to allow themselves to step into their power. And so if you were to just simply honor the fact that there's already value that you're providing them, because that's usually what this is linked to when coaches want to coach Mm
1: -hmm. during
0: sessions, during the Mm -hmm. enrollment conversation is that they feel they're not providing enough value, especially compassion-based people. They want to support and they want to serve, and they also want to have, you know, this sense of validation that, oh, they're getting, you know, they're getting some value here, you know, I want to make sure that they realize that the time that they've spent with me is of value. Mm -hmm. And so we lose sight of really the, the impact of just being that genuinely interested, supporting, empowering person in that moment, without even having to solve anything is a right. value and so just owning that and, and creating a boundary around that and standing in that hula hoop if you will <laughs> and knowing that that is enough for you
1: um, yeah.
0: will help shore things up and and stop the temptation <laughs> and give them a technique that you know at the end is is not going to truly support them right just to fully transforming into who they they already are but they're detached from. So hopefully that right. makes sense and that lands. Yeah, for you.
1: Wendy, that was. Um, I've been working on this for quite a while, and that was really transformational for me. I think um, okay. that that statement you said about you know or how I'm interpreting is like clarity is power. Like clarity actually does give people a feeling of power. And I just hadn't, yeah, no, that's amazing. I'm going to go back and and listen to the recording. And um, (laughs) thank you so much for that coaching. I I truly appreciate
0: it. Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. And and, uh, be sure to let me know how this lands for you in in an actual real life conversation. I'm always curious to see, you know, uh, how it actually, you know, take the concept to application. So be sure to let me know. Okay. I will. I will. And thinking about highly sensitive women and, you know, anxiety, the thing that pops into my mind, of course, is the recent pandemic Mm -hmm. (laughs) that had (laughs) such a huge impact and was a catalyst for creating a lot of stress, anxiety. um, You know, it was fear, a lot of fear Mm -hmm. around not Mm -hmm. only health, but all sorts of different things, right? The kids, the family, the you know, responsibilities, working from home, remotely, do we have a job? You know, it just created this whole catalyst for so much stuff to come to the surface uh, that had been maybe hiding below the surface or in stealth mode. So I'm curious if you would, you know, just share a little bit about the impact of the pandemic on on the work that you do.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for that question and for all of these questions, really. Um, So it's been interesting because we're we're what going into year four is that um anyway um it's it's um it definitely raised people's anxiety then I think it got a little better and then I actually noticed that the past year was really hard for people again so one of the things I've noticed is just an increase in anxiety and fear and I feel really grateful that I have that master's degree in clinical psychology, because it really does give me a lot of tools to be able to hold those emotions. Um, mm-hmm. But what I write, like I just, there's just a, a lot for people right now, and especially being sensitive, being empathic, people are taking it in. But what I find, like, you know, once we kind of get the nervous system regulated and people are back in their bodies. What's really underneath that anxiety or at least what I find in my work is this desire to serve and to use their gifts at this time and to step into their purpose. Like, I think there's a sense that we are at this pivotal time on planet earth and that's where a lot of it's like existential anxiety, almost not just, you know, um, whatever anxiety and so
0: needs it's it's just a bigger uh yeah purpose people are you're you're sensing there is an Mm -hmm. awareness towards wow yeah
1: like how do we how do we really change the direction that we're going as a you know global community and so I, I love being able to support people not just with those basic tools for anxiety but then how do we actually get you going like into your purpose, into your destiny, so that you can address that at a deeper level. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So instead of just feeling it and being aware, then mm-hmm. actually to, to carry it forward and and uh, create it. So yeah, mm-hmm. which, I guess I'm on the edge of my seat here, Anna. <laughs> How <laughs> do you work with women who do want to finally stand in their power and achieve their most magical dreams. Can you share a few more details about your philosophy or your approach? You've given us just a little, you know, surface layer here. Can you be more specific?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I like to say I have a choose-your-own-adventure coaching practice.
0: Okay, <laughs> <So I'm... laughs> in alignment with Shira, right? Yes, <laughs> choose your own adventure. I yeah. love it.
1: <laughs> so people just need different things at different times in their lives, right? You might need to attract with love, like that just might be up for you, or you might really want to be stepping into your purpose, or you might just want to be in your joy. So, so I have a a bunch of different things I do, but every I I do have a set. Um, core group of skills that I teach everyone at the beginning. And it's three parts. And so the first part is connecting your body, mind and emotions. The second part is really feeling more joy in your body and allowing joy to come into your life. And then the third part is being really aware of what isn't most in season for you to create in your life right now. Um, And why this is important is, you know, all of us have goals, right? You know, we just had a new year recently. And so, you know, we'll say things like, oh, you know, I want to be in great shape. And then we'll be up at like midnight watching Netflix, eating ice cream, you know, like, like, oops, like (laughs) like something didn't align. Right. And, and so there's, you know, there's a couple of things going on, but the first is, you know, our body and our mind are not like on the same team. So we kind of need to do like a little ropes course for your psyche, like a little team building so that the intelligence center in your belly, the one in your heart and the one in your brain are all working together and your body also knows that she wants to, you know, get an amazing shape and your emotions also are on board. So that's kind of, you know, that's step 1. A little team building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we we all we tend to really need that. Um especially if we're sensitive or empaths cuz we got a lot of noise, and so sometimes those those areas get out of alignment. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> that's step one, and then step two is how to feel joy in your body and let in more joy. So I, I work somatically, which means in the body. And so if I ask someone like, "Oh, you're feeling sad," you know, where do you notice that in your body, or how do you know you're sad? Most people, with a little bit of prompting, can tell me. If people are like, "Oh, I feel good," and I'm like, "Well, how do you know?" Very. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had a client be able to tell me, um, well, I don't feel tension, or I don't feel Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we can't let we can't fall in love with our life and like create this, you know, amazing, magical life if we're not going to let it in. So we have to be able to work on those joy skills. So that's kind of step two. And then step three is just knowing, you know, we all we have all these goals, all these things we want to work on, but we're dispersing our energy if we don't pick the one that is in season. Things grow better at certain seasons of our lives. And so we want to pick, you know, the vision or the goal that's really going to grow right now um, and create the most impact. And usually where there's the most energy, it it catalyzes our whole destiny. You know, finding that great love, you know, catalyzes our career, finding our joy catalyzes our purpose. You know, mm-hmm. so that, that's my three-step process. And then Um, usually people are already feeling pretty happy at that point and already creating great things, but if they want more then I have some, some deeper work that I do.
0: Nice. Yeah. No, I love that in terms of just really addressing these key areas from a a really fresh perspective, uh, that isn't so esoteric that it's, I mean, it, it sounds like it's really founded in, in, reality, like, okay, (laughs) season, there's a season for this. It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, so let's align with that. And let's tap into the alignment with the season to get the biggest results, the best, you know, the biggest impact. So yeah, it, it yeah. just makes so much sense the way you presented. I, I just love the team building aspect too, between the, <laughs> the brain and the mind. You know, all right, uh-huh. let's do a little team building here because there apparently is some disconnect. <laughs> you guys right. are not working together. So uh, it's, it's great. I love that, Anna. Well, Thank so you. how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing?
1: Yeah, so you can go to somatic com. So somatic is S O M A T I C, um, skills like skills, coaching like coaching.com. And <laughs> I'm hoping I spelled that right. I went to this um hippie, hippie school when I was um in elementary school and they did not teach us how to spell. <laughs> so, so that's but I'm I'm hoping I spelled that right. So um somatic yes, skillscoaching.com right. Right, okay. Yeah. And um and you can book a free forty five minute spark session if you want to oh, learn nice. more about what I do and um and I really encourage anyone who's interested to do that. There's no obligation. I've been writing a book the last couple of years and I kind of have been coming up for air, so I'm I'm excited to connect with new people and you know find out what people's dreams are. So um, anyone who wants that, please go ahead and book that. And then I also do a, a monthly women's workshop and it's a small group it's free you can just uh register it's on the website so yeah that's that's two ways
0: yeah fantastic i love that the 45 minute spark session now that's complimentary
1: Mm -hmm. okay
0: all right perfect and then the group the group session the group uh let's see i was Looking for the name of that. What is the name of uh, that?
1: Um, so I call it Sparkle Saturdays. <laughs> so okay. it's every third, every third Saturday of the month. And this next one in February is going to be called Dream Lover. It's going to be about falling in love with your vision and your dreams, so you can attract it to you more easily.
0: All right, in just in time for Valentine's Day.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly,
0: <laughs> the season. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, Fantastic. The, yes, good I call. love that. <laughs> Well, Anna, it's just been so great listening to you and you've shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here. But if I could tap on you one last time during our conversation uh, in in looking at your own experience in building your business over the last five years at this point, what's some advice that you can share with, you know, say a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to even started their own business or they're doubting their abilities to succeed?
1: Hmm. That's such a, such a beautiful question. Um, The advice I would love to share is advice that my partner Hector (laughs) shared with me. So he's super into sports. I am, um, I was not until we met. Um, But so this is, I guess, primarily for, for coaches, but I think it could apply to all entrepreneurs. So the best athletes in general, there's a few exceptions, but the best athletes in general do not make the best coaches. The best coaches are people who have had to struggle a little bit with the with their area of, of genius and really learn the material. And so um, everything that you and I and everyone listening to is going through, you know, is something that we can turn into power is -hmm. something that we can grow through and that helps us be stronger. And that um, if we're a coach, especially really helps us with our clients. Um, So that's that. And then I think probably most people have heard this one before, but always getting tapped into your mission, like why you're doing this, I I find always really helps as an entrepreneur. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Yeah, no, those are both really powerful. And uh, especially the perspective of if, if everything was just an easy peasy thing and all of a sudden we had a very successful business, well, then as, uh, uh, an entrepreneur or somebody that's making that impact on others or for others or with others, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have that personal insight of what mm-hmm. it took. So yeah, that's, that's very inspiring and, and always reconnecting with that, that spark, right? The original yes. idea that was that where you, if if you were to ask any entrepreneur, how did that feel, that spark when you had that idea to start your business, they would know, oh yeah, is this like energy that this just came from, you know, right in the center of my my torso and it's just invigorating, you know, they'd be able to know that. And so that's that's that why and in spite of all the all the little things that come up in building a business. So yes, very powerful. Thank you, Anna, for, for sharing those words of wisdom.
1: Yeah, you're so welcome. And Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oh gosh, it's just been my pleasure. It's just been so great hearing about your journey from the not so perfect childhood that you experienced, but the opportunity that you had to go stay with, I believe you said it was your grandmother. Where mm-hmm. you you know watched some cartoons, did the normal kid thing and and uh found this cartoon, She-Ra, Princess of Power, and it just planted that seed in mm-hmm. within you that wow, that I can be that. I want to be that. That's me. You know, it's such an early age. And then life did its thing and and this and that, and depression and kind of adulthood starts. Unveiling itself, what well, all that belong, you know, equates to, and off to Spain you went in pursuit of who knows what. But you just got this idea to find, and of course, there you go. You found the perfect person to support you in in taking another huge transformational leap for yourself, and realizing then that wow, this could be work that I could do. But the pieces weren't quite all falling into place until that email. <laughs> <laughs> that email that came to tap into your feminine power and then the, the all the pieces started coming together to this impactful work you're now doing as a somatic women's coach helping women use their utilize their unique gifts to enjoy their lives make more money and change the world so i've really enjoyed our conversation and i just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today
1: Oh, Thank you so much, Wendy. And um, thank you for your magical email that popped into my inbox and, um, and connected us. And yes. it's just um, beautiful to be in your, your wonderful, kind, compassionate queen energy where you're really, I can, I can just feel that you are helping people lead in this world. And I am standing with you and I'm just, I'm so grateful that, you, that you're here and that you're doing this work. So thank you so much for having me.
0: Wow. Thank you. What a gift. Wow. A little choked up over that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, uh, for our listeners, uh, you can reach Anna Reidenbach through her website. That's somaticskillscoaching.com. Look for the link in the show notes. And if what she's saying is resonating with you, sign up for that uh, Spark session. Sounds like it's very impactful and probably quite illuminating. Uh, As well as check out the Sparkle Saturdays that she's created uh, as another opportunity to get into her world. So, all right. Well, for all our listeners, remember, when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, This sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Anna Reidenbach, And as always, here's to your success.